Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast, where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I am your host, Kieran Anderson, and we have Connor Baxter back on with us. What is up, Connor? How are you? Man, life is good. Uh, season's kicked off and uh, first race underway. Other than that, it's just been home time with the family and, uh, it, you know, between training, adventuring, just uh, staying busy. Uh, life's amazing, bro. Sick, dude. What have you been up to? Did you just get back from a race? Yeah, I just got back from Spain and uh, yeah, it was the first stop of the world tour, the APP world tour and I uh, was stoked. It was a sprint race, which typically they do a distance and a sprint, which I'm, I mean, I'll do the distance, especially if it's downwind, but I've been lately focusing more on the sprinting. So it's even better. Just one race, go in there, keep format. And uh, yeah, it was pretty solid. I was able to come away with the wind. So start what? the year off good and uh go from there for the next few stops heck yeah dude you're a frother you always win in everything i love it that's so sick how's the weather over there right now hawaii time oh maui is maui i mean it's a plenty of time of year i mean right now it's sunny beautiful nice winds in there and then all of a sudden like a nice little uh you know rain shower will come through especially in haiku <laughs> where i live but uh other than that yeah i can't complain there's a little bit of swell in the water both sides of the island nothing sick. crazy nothing like what we saw in tahiti but um, yeah, there's uh, waves to be had and plenty to win for some downwinders for training. So yeah, all is good. Speaking of training, have you been just cruising around there, paddling around? Yeah, I mean, like I was in Spain for just about a week, but uh, up until then, the last race was in uh, December. So it's been home time, just kind of, uh, you know, it took a few months off, the, of course, just off season, holidays, perfect time for all that. And it also a good time for swells too. So switch up the muscle group, do some surfing, sub surfing. Um, and then yeah, February, March time training started back up. So, uh, it's been full force there, you know, training three days a week, uh, in the gym, rest of the days, four days a week on the water, whether it's like downwind or, uh, you know, sprinting in the Harbor, stuff like that. And then, uh, I guess coming to terms with how you get dad strength on top of yeah. that, you know, it's uh, so funny when you compete against guys. Uh, especially dads They're like oh yeah it's dad power dad power and you're like okay it's just a term it can't really be anything right but no i'm coming to terms with it for sure because it's like you go do these gnarly trainings and then you come back it's not like okay like it used to be let's pop down on the couch have some you know a bowl of cereal cruise it's like okay quick protein shake and then okay let's go bounce on the trampoline for the next 30 minutes and it's not like oh let's like walk on the trampoline like my three-year-old trestle he's like let's bounce let's run let's like we're getting energy out right so definitely hands are full but um hearts are even more full so it's been pretty special that's amazing i love that for the people listening in uh connor you're obviously a professional waterman professional paddle racer connor give us a little overview on what you do where you're from and a little little overview on what you do for your daily life yeah for sure i mean uh born and raised here in Hawaii. So that definitely started things off pretty amazing. Really fortunate to call this place home. Um, but yeah, I got always into every kind of sport, especially being here in uh, Maui. Uh, everything is thrown at you versus some islands. They're really more hardcore surfing, Oahu, Kauai, some of these islands like that. So in that sense, we had wind, we had uh, different conditions. And my dad was always a fan of just like, you know what, try that, try this, try that. And 
you see the evolution of water sports, you know, come and go. Summer started the winging, a lot of the foiling stuff, this new wave of foiling, especially um, all came out of Maui. Stand up paddling, my what I'm, you know, really focusing and doing a lot of lately. Laird started doing that off season here in Maui uh, during the summertime just to stay fit so that when winter would come around, you know, he wasn't not doing anything. He was fit, he was ready. Uh, would go on a big tandem board, I guess what it was, and uh, cut down and paddle and just started going upwind beast mode. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, have two kids, got a three-year-old and six-month-year-old, and uh, that keeps us busy off the water, of course. And other time of the days is, yeah, training and traveling around competing. So you just did a little adventure island hopping around there recently, yeah? There you go, yeah. I mean... That's the what I mean, going back, lucky to be born here, you know, especially uh, my dad being from here, too, gives him a lot of knowledge that he was a lot able to, like, pass on to me and, you know, vice versa. Now I'm doing that for my, uh, you know, kids. So it's pretty, pretty amazing going on the boats, uh, cruising around, whether it's that or I mean, Maui is so cool. You can hit a different side of the island and it's kind of changing up the scene but um yeah my recent adventure on the boat with the family and just going to different islands checking it out i love it and you know not any surf okay well grab the inflatable board pump it up super easy go do some cliff jumping you know check out some sea caves um it's uh it's all about the lifestyle here for sure you know it's you you definitely get bored. I saw it with a lot of my friends, you know, they graduated high school and they went to college and they're like, Oh, we're not coming back, you know? And the other people are like me, for instance, been traveling, but home is home. I'm always excited to get back home. And it's because, yeah, you can kind of, you know, have that steady lifestyle. And then if you want to go break free from it and go get grounded and uh, hit nature, whether it's a boating adventure, hiking, whatever it may be, it's a pretty easy place to do it. I mean, the island's small enough too. Yeah. Four hours around the island, you're, you're done. You've seen it all. Yeah. Is it pretty easy to navigate around the islands around there and just kind of cruise around, paddle around, do whatever you want? For the most part, I mean, in the sense, if you're a pretty sensible waterman, but of course, yeah, I mean, there's currents, strong winds. Uh, like if you're going from any of the islands, you're definitely going across the channel and in given day it could be calm perfectly flat you know like your average day that you would see on a lake but then you got the days that are in the like channels like <laughs> overhead so surf like yeah. breaking waves not just like oh some white little wind caps on top of the surface like i'm bombing these things on a foil board or on a stand-up paddle board and there's races that we do with 18 foot boards and like i'm dropping in on these swells and the nose isn't even hitting the bottom of the like trough you know so there's solid solid waves out there and if you don't know what you're doing and it's one of those days, it could get pretty, pretty uh, risky for sure. But um, we had a beautiful winter and it was able to kind of cr- navigate between the islands really easy, a bunch of days, kind of, oh, there was like a week or two that it was just like stellar, which made it hot, but luckily it was winter, so not too hot. But now we especially, you don't see that. Like we have a term here, which in the surfing world and probably a lot of the other worlds you hear it, it's like Maui glass, right? And Maui glass is still windy. Like people would laugh if they're like, oh, this, this is what you call it, glassy conditions, <laughs> you know? But I think that's why you have some pretty incredible athletes from surfing to other wing sports, wind, uh, wind sports, uh, big wave sports. You know, we kind of have it all. We have big barrels. We have sketchy ways. We have uh, fun little ways that you can literally go teach your person that never been surfing before how to go surf. So 
um, yeah, you got to take advantage of what's around you. You know, I mean, it's like if you were born in Texas, right? Like you wouldn't not play football, right? Or, you know, start wrangling some cows, <laughs> you know, you're, you're kind of around your element. And that's what you surround yourself with, especially if you do it from a young age. And then, yeah, you can uh, repay the favor and pass it on to the next generation. What kind of like cool stuff do you get to see when you're when you're just doing like little paddle adventures around there? Are there like little caves and stuff you can go check out and stuff? For sure. All the islands have their their fun little zones for sure. And like I said, on days, especially where it's calm um, and not like swell going into these caves or even some of these cliffs where you can climb up and do some jumping off of um, waterfalls, all these kind of things. Yeah, you definitely want to choose the right days. And um, yeah, when you have the boat, you kind of get to see a different side of the island, right? Um, a lot of these places you can't get to. So it's, it's nice to kind of get a different perspective and, uh, then to, yeah, go blow up an inflatable board. Cause it's not like you're going surfing or if you want to go for a swim cool. Yeah. But that's a little sketch. I mean, nah, not really, but you, know, you get the UBGBs <laughs> in a sea cave. Right. But, um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's all good fun. And, um, the caves, the, the adventures back and forth, a bunch of blowholes, um, all the above. A lot, of, a lot of marine life cruising around too, probably. For sure. Yeah. And depends on the day as well, but throw some lines out. And I mean, I'm not a fisherman. I would not say that. But when we're on my dad's boat, he has the gear. So definitely throw some lines out and uh, see if we get lucky. But it's more about just like, okay, wake up, get the kids, get the family and let's go, you know, adventure around, check out some things. Uh, and that time of year, there's a ton of whales. So just even just like going out in the middle between the islands and putting it in neutral and just kind of drifting around, checking out some whales. It's uh, yeah, pretty surreal for sure. What are some of your like favorite places to go to around in Maui that are just like a super fun destination that people can go cruise and go do cool activities next to the beach? Yeah, there's a few zones for that, for sure. I mean, if you're taking a boat, you can go check out the Cliff House, which is right there by the Montage Hotel. And that has a super fun little like jumping spot. And you can just kind of post up there, have lunch. Um, uh, another really a fantastic place if you're just going to jump off and go swim around and do some snorkeling, things like that. Or even just yeah, paddle around is Old Walden. It's like a unreal reef and on a good day when the sun's like shining above you got some good player salt life glasses uh polarization and you just see all the reef colors see little sharks swimming in between it's uh another really fun zone so that's uh on the lee end of the island what we call the like not the windward but the opposite uh so you don't get as much wind so even if it is crazy windy on the north shore for instance you can still kind of take advantage of that side of the island. That's why it's always a safer bet. And uh, typically where you see a lot more boats cruising around, snorkelers, all the above. When you're cruising, when you're home with the fam and stuff, what's like a typical day look like for you? Are you just like posted up at home or are you, are you like a go, go, go at all times kind of person? A little bit of both. I mean, I'm definitely a person that loves my like rest and recovery, be home, use some tools. But now with a kid, it's uh, definitely a lot different for sure. Because with training, uh, my wife works. And then, yeah, my three-year-old definitely likes to be out and about. And if you don't get like outside or go to the trampoline park or somewhere where you can really just like let loose and just be a kid um like inside the house it's like okay don't touch that you're making a mess you know what i mean so he needs to just get outside and just like let loose and that's at the beach or we go to eow um which is the super nice waterfall little stream cool off little polar uh, so, uh you know cool plunge 
Um, or like I said, the beach, go cruise there, whatever it is, and um, just kind of run around. We have a bunch of friends kind of in the similar stage of life. So meet up with them, let them all go to the park or whatever it is. When you guys go paddle around, do you ever bring like dive stuff with you? Depends on the day. I mean, sometimes off season and like just those first few trainings where I'm not really focusing on anything and like a little more unstructured and like days like I went on the boat for sure. We had the snorkel gear. We had my paddleboard. We kind of had everything in the, in the boat just ready to go. I had my wing board, foil board. Um, you know, so we could do some towing. We can do some paddling. Uh, that's how my dad always kept it, even as a kid, you know, and he was like, okay, let's just bring all the toys. He had a big sprinter van, like he still has that van, but it was <laughs> literally had my windsurf gear in it, surf gear. It was like our moving uh, garage. It was sick. That's epic. I love that. I think it's so fun, like just understanding people's way of life. And like, I feel like the simplicity of living in Hawaii is so rad. Like you could have a couple boards and just enjoy life and a couple fishing rods and that's all you need, right? And then you come to like the, sure. the city life of like San Diego and you're like, okay, now I need a dirt bike. I need to get this boat. And you know what I mean? Like I'm such yeah, like yeah. a fast paced person, but I need to like For sure. adapt to that slower pace. Yeah. But there's also the, I mean, you definitely have to have both. Like I have a few friends that are in the slow pace and they're not moving out of it and it's good. It's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's definitely sick to see. They just have their thing, they do it and they're in the same, you know, but you got, I mean, for me, it's nice to get off the island, see different places, yeah. see different cultures, change the pace because every culture and every city and every town has a different vibe and a different thing, how they run and do things. You know, you go to Spain and you try to go to lunch at one thirty, and everyone's sleeping. They're like, what are you doing, dude? Like, come on, it's siesta time. And then you go, okay, well, I'm going to go out for dinner at like seven. That's pretty late. And they're like, dude, go get some drinks and appetizers. We don't eat around here until like 10, <laughs> you know? So yeah, it's good to have a mix for sure. If you get stuck in one, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but it's like, then you, you know, it's not different, you know, and it's good to, you know, mix up the body, even like training. It's like, I don't go and do the same workout every single day. If I did that, I would get really, my, I could do it in my sleep, subconscious, just boom, blast through it. So then you get into this different kind of zone where you're just running through it without being aware, getting sore, getting, you know, fatigued, feeling strong, all the different levels. Do you have a favorite paddle from home that you do, like just around the island? For sure. I mean, here in Maui, how, I mean, I got into the sport, what made me really like, okay, let's do this. Because at the time I was traveling pretty heavily for windsurfing and was like doing pretty well. Like they didn't have a ton of kid divisions. So I was a Grom going into some older kind of divisions. And in those times they did have the junior division would go and do my best. Um, then stand-up came and it was the Maliko run. So it's about 10 miles. It's Maliko Gulch to Kahului Harbor. Um, and typically a 10 mile paddle would take you like an hour and a half, maybe hour 40. And that's paddling pretty hard, pretty fast. Uh, but in the Maliko run, it's like surfing downwind. So as soon, the first few runs, you're frustrated, you don't get it. But once you start connecting bumps and utilizing the wind, utilizing the grounds well, the backwash, um, all these different like uh, warbles and bumps in the water, you know, you're doing that run in an hour. So you're Gnarly. shaving off quite a bit some time. And it's fun. Like you're working really hard, especially on a stand-up paddleboard where like a canoe is a level off of that. Like you don't have to work as hard. And then foil is just a joke. Like the guys are doing that in 30 minutes. So there's even, flying, you know, almost flying, flying. So, and like I've done it on the set foil and like gotten my time quite a bit down, but I'm surfing more. I'm not necessarily like hopping over bumps. Yeah. 
Um, cause I mean, with the foil, it's insane. You're like surfing out to sea, seeing the troughs in between. Cause you can see them pretty far. And then you like turn bank in back towards the beach <laughs> and then you can like pump over waves. So it's a, yeah, different feeling, especially with the foil. Cause that is really like surfing downwind for 10 miles where the stand up board, like I step back and surf stamps, which is rad. Whereas the canoe you're stuck sitting. Um, so like stepping back, you get that surfing mentality dropping in that same feeling. So it's pretty rad. And there's a lot more work behind it, I guess you could say. Um, so you really have like every little glide feels that much better, you know, a little more <laughs> work, the reward feels a little better. How big is paddling over there in Maui? Is it like, would you say that's one of the biggest destinations? Oh man, now not so much. If you would have asked me a few years ago before this whole foil wing craze came on, for sure. Maui was a mecca for sure. For a lot of years, we had a um, ton of big races here. Maui to Molokai, the Olakai, Padalimua, um, where like international fields were coming to Maui for this race. And even in July, we do have the Molokai to Oahu, which is still a really big event. Um, they had like 500 entries and it sold out within like a couple hours or less. So, you know, it's definitely a big destination still and a little bit, um, more international now. So now everybody that's here in Maui realized they could have a five foot board with a foil and go half the time, you know, with less effort versus a 14 foot board, which is what I'm paddling or back in the day we were paddling, like I mentioned, 18 footers, you know, so definitely a bigger process the canoe same thing they're in the 18 or 20 feet long so you have to like be really fragile with them and it's a whole different thing right now like i said yeah they have five foot boards to the six foot range and <laughs> they're able to fly down half the time yeah that's insane i feel like foiling's so fun but like it's not i i don't know like i feel like it's definitely like a leg pump like my legs get oh, yeah. fried from it fried absolutely For fried. sure but then you have like a paddle board and you're just like your upper body is just getting so worked. Like there's, a, it's kind of one of those things that you have to like, think about, like, what do I want to do? Like, and also which races are you going to do? Especially. Like if you, if you go Connor and you just like were to go right now and go cruise around, would you paddle or would you use a uh, foil? In that sense, probably I would go, I mean, if we're strictly talking about like a downwinder in that sense, probably I would say foil just because it would just be so much more fun. Um, yeah, it hits your lower body way more because you're using your legs, definitely. Um, and yeah, it's like, I mean, but then if we're going to race, I don't know. I haven't found the drive or like uh, motivation yet, let's say, because the Molokai this year, the big division as well is going to be the foil division. And like Kai, I'm pretty sure is probably going to do it. He probably won't mention <laughs> yeah. it, but he probably is for sure going to do it stealth mode. We got like a couple, I mean, a handful of guys from here that could be in the top, the Spencer brothers, all these kids, all the next generation. But it comes down to so much more science-based, uh, or I guess performance in that sense because of the gear, right? So the best guy is not necessarily going to win. It's going to be the guy who chooses the right line because Molokai, it's all about what line you take. It's not about just paddling point A to point B. There's a lot of current. They have a different finish line than previous years. So there's going to be a lot of play on that. And then it's the gear, like who can show up to the start line with the kind of the most options at hand and some of the fastest options at hand. Because like if I go buy a production foil, there's no chance I would even be in the top five. All the guys in the top are going to be on pretty much something custom 
or um, something they tweaked or modified or maybe some production, but it's uh, definitely a different game. Like you change the angle of the foil and that's going to give you this much more lift or less lift. It's like really technical. And windsurfing was like that. You would show up with a duffel bag of fins based on conditions, but this is even another level because that fin is huge and plays a lot part in it, you know, how big your mass is and, you know, the boards and all this stuff. So that part hasn't like really, I haven't caught on where I like the feeling of just like, I mean, at the end of the day, starboard, the boards I'm riding are probably some of the fastest, but at the end of the day, I think it really comes down to who's the like smartest, who's racing smartest, who's the strongest, who's really going to paddle their butt off and, you know, cross that line at first. How long is that race? Uh, the Molokai to Oahu is uh, 32 miles, 54 kilometers. So, I mean, previous years, the fastest time on Seth is like, I want to say, what is it? Like just under four hours of so 358 or something like that. And that's the fastest time. Even the years, the winner, uh, you know, has been in the five hours because the conditions yeah. are so bad. But that was the winner. He's, you know, two hours different <laughs> or a little more than an hour. But still, the foil guys are going to be doing it in like two and a half hours, probably most likely. Uh, especially if conditions are good, they're going to be flying. And they've changed up the finish line, like I said. So it's going to be interesting for sure. Do you have any trips coming up? Uh, not right away, but in June. So I got the next month home kind of retraining and, uh, get back up into kind of good feeling and uh, a couple different races. So tweak training a little bit on the water, a little more distance paddling. Um, and then June, we take the whole family actually out to Europe. There'll be three different events over there. Got one in Bordeaux, which will be a distance race and one beach race, um, will be really fun. And then over to Germany, another like more beach race style uh format which will be really rad and then two weeks in portugal kind of cruising around and then that last week uh, uh there's an event down there as well so it'll be super sick sick that sounds fun stoke the family gets yeah. you up yeah it's uh i mean the last few trips have been really amazing and so fortunate to be able to even go do them but uh you know it's in and out it's like before i would show up a week early get adjusted to the time and now it's like i showed up on wednesday uh, morning had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to kind of, kind of get adjusted Saturday, um, you know, get warmed up. And then Sunday was the sprints. And that was, like I said, it started at like 12 o'clock and we didn't get finished until five because it's, you know, men, there's women, there's rapid charge, just like surfing. So you got like first round, second round, quarters, semis, finals, and men and women. So it takes some time long. to get all that ran. So it's like quick race two minutes blasting around this little M format, rest, 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 wait to the like rapid charge, the next round and then boom, go do it again and then come back, rest. <laughs> yeah, pretty nuts for sure. Well, dude, shout out your Instagram. For sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you guys are wanting to follow along or already, you know, come back, C-O-N-B-A-X and uh, yeah, stay tuned. Got some events coming up and I'm really excited for the year. Absolutely. Dude, it was super fun to have you on. I, I love talking to you and I, I think it's a super interesting thing just to talk about, you know, hopping around uh, around there on island freaking cruising and just paddling around yeah. and stuff like the things you can do there is so cool. So it's a cool little um, introduction for yeah, people for to, sure. to listen yeah. in. Yeah, definitely appreciate you having me on. And uh, yeah, like I said, more adventures to come, whether they be around Maui or uh, um, off island, nowhere in Europe and uh, Asia. But uh, life is good at the moment. It's living the salt life, like you know. And uh, yeah, all good. Appreciate the, the call. 
Sick, dude. Well, have a good day, Connor, and we'll catch you next time. Ooh. Perfect. Thanks for listening in to Above and Below a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.